up, nerds? That was Nothing to Lose by Ten Foot Pole. I am your host, Spike. I am your co-host, Colby. And this is the Not Safe for Work Sup Nerds podcast. So, uh, this is our inaugural episode. So, mm-hmm. that song, I wanted to play that one as the intro because it's pretty. it's got a pretty interesting backstory. Like, the song itself is not very interesting. It's just about... This old dude who races young dudes, and I guess that's something we can all relate he, to. He races young dudes? <laughs> he races... Like, he, he... Does he have, like, a racetrack where he runs young dudes? Or is uh, he, like, riding <laughs> on young dudes in the race? He, he races against young dudes. Against young dudes, all right. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's he, an important you know, actually, they're not clear as to what the, the apparatus that they're riding is. Like, he doesn't... You think it's a car, but... They're not. They don't say if it's a bike or a car or a young dude. So he could be racing against <laughs> young dudes on young dudes. Uh, and yes, by ten foot pole. And the cool thing about ten foot pole is it used to be a band called uh, Scared Straight back in 1983, which is the year that I was born. Uh, but they changed it because everyone thought that they were like a, a straight edge band, but they're not. So they changed it to ten foot pole. And the lead. The cool thing about ten uh, foot pole is the lead singer is actually or was. Uh, a professional relief pitcher for the Indians and the, the White Sox, I think. Yeah. So, so that's a thing. He was a, <laughs> a baseball player. Gets <laughs> yeah, he, that's awesome. <laughs> he actually toured with the, uh, or like he, he during the off seasons he would tour with Ten Foot Pole and then like go play baseball. I mean, he's just a relief pitcher, but still, that's like right. it's probably the only person that's ever done that. I don't know. Been, been like a. Major league sports player. Yeah, and being a punk band. Yeah. Then uh, another interesting thing. I'm sure you've heard of Pulley. You've heard of Pulley, right? Yeah. That's He's the lead singer of Pulley, too. He quit oh, really? 10-foot pole and started up Pulley. Yeah, I'm not too into Pulley. Uh, Pulley. Pulley. I keep saying Pulley. I'm not, into, I'm not too into 10-foot Pulley. But uh, I, I like Pulley okay. They're a little too pop. Punky, but I think ten foot pole. Nothing is... wrong with pop punk. I like pop punk too. Pop punk too. Pop punk. But uh, I think I like I. I kind of grew up with ten foot pole. I mean, I didn't know that until I was looking this up that Scared Straight was started the year I was born. Hmm. But lovely. <laughs> I just drank some lemonade, so I'm burping. But yeah. Um, have you ever heard of ten foot pole before? No, I hadn't. No, no they're all right. They're kind of weird. They're like early 90s punk, but... All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into our first topic now that we have our uh, fair play requirements out of the way. (laughs) 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 And we can use whatever song we want. Hashtag don't sue us. (laughs) Ah, they won't. That's why why I chose punk bands, is because I'm like, they'll be the least likely to give a shit. They're like, hey, they're using my song. That's awesome. All right, so uh, I just showed Tulby this... um, this video, and I watched it as a kid. It's uh, it was a, a movie uh, called The Adventures of Mark Twain, and was um, it a movie or a TV show? It was well, it was like a two part TV series. Oh, okay. So they had one on the first night, and it's actually kind of funny. So uh, if you if you want to know what I'm talking about, just the, this one part, go to YouTube and type in "very creepy, disturbing children's cartoon." And uh, yeah, this is the NSFW part. So <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you want to have nightmares for a week, watch this. <laughs> Tolby's mad at me because <laughs> I didn't warn him. That's it's so it's messed really, up. It's really fucking. It's just that part too. Okay, so it's the Adventures of Mark Twain, and uh, it go it it basically it's Tom and Huck, 
uh, they meet Mark Twain and that girl, I don't remember her name, like Susie or whatever. Um, they meet Mark Twain and they go on adventures. And the first part is normal, but the, the actual, the part that I showed you. So pause this podcast right now. If it's probably Kit will listen to this and nobody else. So, so Kit, go ahead and pause this. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, watch or it, like at your own risk, watch very creepy, disturbing children's cartoon banned from TV. Type it into oh. YouTube. It'll be the first thing that pops up. It's God. claymation. Um, but yeah, after you watch that uh, and go cry for a little bit, <laughs> yeah. So it, the uh, the show started. It was oh, yeah, Tom and Huck having adventures with Mark Twain, just being like, oh, here's a frog. It's crazy, you know, like just total children's stuff. And right. then it ends with with Satan, <laughs> Satan and killing stuff. clay, people. killing clay people. It's oh, absolute God. insanity. It's so creepy. Yeah. It's and that that was like they showed the one at the one half of the uh, the two part miniseries ended with that. And, like, I, I watched this as a child, so I immediately started crying, and my yeah. mom was like, yeah, that was, she was like, what right. the fuck is going on? And my dad was, he was, like, kind of an asshole, so he was just like, no, I want to see what happens, like, <laughs> because it's a really, like, an existential sort of weird thing, like, we'll get into that in a second, but, so, but, yeah, as a child, and, like, so they canceled it, like, they never aired on TV the second part of this, so, it, it, you, Thank can, God. you can get it on Netflix, uh, really? Yeah, you can get it on. Well, it's on Netflix. It's you can buy it now, but it was ban- it's banned from TV. I don't know if it's still banned from TV, but it was banned from TV. Yeah, I don't think they could still show that on TV. Well, the thing is, is it like so? Basically, what it is is the the whole uh, the whole movie is every single or like I guess most of the Mark Twain novels and uh, the Mysterious Stranger, which is that part is the last novel he wrote or it's it goes by diff, well, it goes by many names uh St. Peter Petersburg Fragment I guess The Chronicle of Young Satan uh Schoolhouse Hill number 44 The Mysterious Stranger it goes by a bunch of different names and uh because he never like finished it it was finished post um post mortem post post human post word we cannot yeah, say <laughs> we should get a smart person on our podcast <laughs> Nah. Kit? <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, yeah, it was finished after he died at, like, sort of by, I guess, his estate or whatever. And it's, like, this real, like, it's, like, uh, Mark Twain coming to terms with, like, his own death and humanity and whatnot. And it's really deep, and I really want to, I guess, Talbs, you read it. Well, I, I want to read it. I've, I haven't read that. I read uh, Letters from the Earth, which, when I was looking up The Mysterious Stranger on Wikipedia, like, they're connected, and I don't know. <laughs> you did the dick bump the motion, dick, but yeah, right. they're 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 connected somehow. So I I think maybe like uh, letters from the earth was also released after his death. So maybe uh, there are some parts from uh, letters from the earth that are in the mysterious stranger, like vice versa. Um, I definitely want to read it now. Yeah, I do too. It's it, it is deep, and I think that's the thing is it was meant for adults. That book was meant for adults, not meant to be made into a children's cartoon. Right, yeah. And that scarred me to this day. <laughs> say, it's that voice that they do for Well, it's the, it's the double voice. You do one yeah. person doing a low, uh, like a, uh, blah, 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 I'm Satan. And yeah. you will have one person doing like a the higher high. voice. And then there's like reverb on it. Yeah, and, yeah it's creepy. They do, they do it on Game Grumps. You, you haven't watched the John Tron episodes. No, John I don't watch John Tron episodes. John Tron and Aaron do that voice. Oh, it's God. so funny. They're like, <laughs> yeah, every time they're playing a video game, well, not every time, but there was like a, a couple times, I think, where they were playing a video game and it was like, 
they have parts to read, love story or whatever. They're like, right. you want to do the same voice? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's so fucking uh, But yeah, the reason we got brought, that's our first topic, is we were talking about uh, things that scared us as children. And like movies um, that were specifically made for children yeah. or like for a younger audience. Or just, yeah, that weren't like, because the first thing I thought of was... Um, Oh, what is it? Uh, not House on Haunted Hill, but Haunted Honeymoon. It's a Gene Wilder <laughs> flick. It's it's almost exactly like Young Frankenstein. It's just this campy, goofy, uh, haunted thing. But it's not. It's like as an adult, I was like, wow, this is really funny. But as a child, I watched it, and it's kind of a horror movie. Like they try to scare Gene Wilder's character to death, and I'm like, am I the only one who's not okay with Gene Wilder being scared to death? Like, why am I the weird one? Was, was it the concept of scaring someone to death, or was it It was just all of it. Like, the, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> yeah, I was upset. No, no, He's the candy man. That Willy Wonka. Yeah. Well, who will take the sunshine and turn it into rain or whatever? Morning Dew. Morning, I don't yeah, know. Who I don't cares? Know. <laughs> what do you have that scared oh, you as a kid? Like, so I was thinking about it, and like... They're not, like, whole movies that scared the crap out of me. There is one, and I'm going to talk about it here in a second because I'm <laughs> embarrassed about it. But they're, like, movies... I was six. All right, so... I was afraid of a, a, a horror... A comedy, comedy as a child. So there are scenes specifically in movies uh, that were made for a younger audience that scared the living shit out of me. Like, petrified me for years. One of the first ones that always comes to mind is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I guess a lot of people have that one. I, it, yeah. didn't scare, it didn't scare me, but... So, like, they go... Okay, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. Yeah. I had completely forgotten how long that movie was, and it was made in, like, 68 or something like that. And so, like, they go to this... I don't even remember, because I don't even want to watch the movie anymore. And they go to, like, a weird town, and, like, we're like, kids are illegal or something. As they should be. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, a character called the... The child catcher, and he's like this, this greasy Severus Snape-looking motherfucker who like <laughs> Severus Snape-looking motherfucker uh, who like who his whole purpose in life is to like find and capture children, and he like wears all black and he has like this super long nose. And he has, like, this really high-pitched like, voice. Is it like a, the, uh, oh, God, the Plague Doctor nose? Like a Plague Doctor mask? Or no, it's more like a Cyrano de Bergiac sort of oh, okay, thing. Cool. Like, if you've seen Roxanne, it's that sort yeah. of nose. And, um, yeah, like, he just, like, there's just, like, this one scene where he's trying to find these two specific children, and he has this cart that's, like, laden with candy. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, running around, like, Children, sleep ice cream, come get your lollipops. And, like... As a kid, I was watching. I was like, "This guy's all right." Like, <laughs> he wants yeah, to give us candy. Yeah, he has free candy. Like, he seems I want. And then, like, the kids go, and he like throws them into a cage. And I think it was like the first time I ever saw children being duped by an adult. Oh, you're like, that's a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah like that was like the first time. <laughs> I was sense. like, oh shit! Like that actually, like all the when your, your parents tell you not to take 
candy, candy from, from strangers. strangers. That's like, why. That's what got me. Like, and that terrified the shit out of me. I guess me. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it was really. It was a traumatic experience. <laughs> I, I still don't want. I last night in preparation for this, I watched like all the scenes of that guy, and it, and it ruined my night. Oh, <laughs> well, you're gonna be so having some bad. nightmares tonight, thinking about Satan. Satan, claymation, Satan. <laughs> That's a great band name. Yeah. claymation, Satan. Uh, it rhymes in everything. It, be, it should be like not like a metal because a metal band would be the go-to, right? Like claymation, well, yeah. Satan would be a metal band, but it should be like a folk music band. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. But the the one movie that scared the crap out of me, like in, entirely. I was six years old. This is the first movie I can remember actually scaring the crap out of me. Uh, and I lived when I was at the time. I lived in a tiny little town called Germantown in Ohio. We had a movie theater. We always got movies like three months after they came out. <laughs> it sat maybe like sixty people, maybe super tiny. And so my parents I just nodded to you. Like yeah, I realized that I should yeah. probably acknowledge you <laughs> verbally, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my parents took me and my older brother and my older sister to see Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, that one was, uh, yeah, that was not, not, yeah. I mean, I watched it when I was a little bit young, but I, yeah. yeah. So I saw, I was scary. six years old, that came out in 91, and um, uh, when we used to go see movies at the Baijiu, uh, me and my brother. Was, was that the name of the theater? It was the, the, name of the theater, That's a pretty yeah. sweet, a that's sweet a sweet band name. name. Yeah. Band name, the Baijiu. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, obviously like a southern like I was blues. thinking metal. <laughs> well, maybe whatever. Maybe a punk whatever. band. <laughs> um, so like me and my brother and sister would sit in like the front of the theater so that we could be close to the screen because we thought that's how you watched movies back then. So um, not how you okay? No, no back row. Um, no, as long as you're like in the middle. Yeah, the yeah. Screen. Just not to the yeah. far end. So like we were watching the movie and the movie has like. Um, Oh shit, what is the name of that actress? But there's like trolls and like a cursed tree where this like troll has been chained up in the earth for like a hundred years and he comes and he starts terrorizing the town. Town? The town. Town. Um, yeah, and I remember like sitting up front with my brother and sister and I it, it got to the point where I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I like left and I went back to where my um, mom and dad was sitting and I sat in my mom's lap for the rest of that movie. Because it scared the living crap out of me. I remember being like relatively scared of that movie. Uh, I think I was. I'm like a couple years older than you, but I think I. I don't know. I just remember Miak is all I can remember. Like he he's supposed to get mother's milk, but he, yeah. he's earnest and he's stupid. So. Oh, Eartha Kit was in that movie. Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit was. Um, show me a picture of her. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. A naked one. She was like a a really thin uh, black woman who had a a really. I think she was black. Um, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, she had like a really super uni- unique voice. I, the name totally rings a bell. I know I've heard it before, but I, I mean, I'm super bad with names. But I think she was, um, uh, she played the original Catwoman, I think. Like old Yeah, yeah I think I know who you're talking about. Maybe then. not. I don't know. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. She played the original Catwoman, yeah. I don't think she's black, though. It's like 1967, 1968. She is, uh, okay, yeah. Her mother... Uh, was of Cherokee and African descent. Though it remains unconfirmed, it has been widely reported that her father was of German descent and that Kit was conceived by rape. Huh. Well. For fuck's sake. Crazy Germans. Let me show you a picture of Eartha Kit, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna describe her. No, she had a super unique voice. Like, that's what always... Yeah, because she did the original Catwoman, so it was, like, really... 
meowy, I guess. I don't know. Meowy. <laughs> 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 she had a, you know, a little meowy voice. That's how she got the job. They were like, hey, could you meow? And she was like, meow. You ever see uh, Ernest Goes to Jail? Yeah. That movie didn't yeah. scare me, but that was my favorite because Ernest got superpowers. No, man, Ernest like Goes to minutes. Camp. Oh, no, that, that one was the best. That one was the best. Hands down, the creepy cook. Yeah, what did he... That uh, did that weird thing, his like, eyes could move really quick <laughs> yeah. back and forth. What was Exeronius? Exeronius, he was trying to make Exeronius. Yeah. Like, with weird contraptions. That's a good band name, Exeronius. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, a good, like, food. Like, I mean, it, sound, like, it sounds like delicious, like, rice aroni mixed with eggs. Yeah. Exeroni. So getting back on topic, uh, another thing that scared... Another movie that had one scene that scared the crap out of me was uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. The, the, the truck driver. Oh, yeah, the yeah. No, the truck driver. The clown scared me. I think I was a little bit scared of clowns as a kid, but just just you remember the clown? I don't beginning? remember the clown. So I think he chains his uh, bike to a clown or something like at the very beginning. When people yeah, when yeah, his bike, the, yeah. The clown has like a creepy look on his face. Yeah. It didn't like scare scare me, but it definitely like I was like that clown's gonna that clown's gonna yeah. kid catch. He's gonna do some kid catching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lollipops, <laughs> lollipops, peewee. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, yeah. the truck driver scene was pretty creepy. Yeah, with the, the claymation and stuff. As an adult, though, I kind of like that. It's such a funny thing. Like, and when they pulled her body from the flaming wreckage, it looked just like this. Oh, that reminds me. I think I probably have the best scary movie. Uh, that then that reminded me of it. What's that? Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember right? me when yeah. I killed your brother? <laughs> like to me, it's like when he's yeah. So uh, who was the? It was Judge uh, Dread. <laughs> Judge Dread. I was like Judge Turpin, but now that well, it was the guy that played Doc Todd. from uh, yeah Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he played the judge uh, like when he the dip. With the shoe? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Yeah, that shoe just looked like it was in so much pain. <laughs> oh, my God. So <laughs> it gives me to this day. I don't like watching that I scene. I fucking love Roger Rabbit. Oh, it's such a great movie. I mean, it's, it's fucking classic Bob Hoskins. Um, classic Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. I mean, she did... <laughs> That's her best role. Yeah, she did... You know, the stuff she did afterwards was a little bit weird. All right. I mean, the stuff I've seen on Pornhub is, is odd, but... Um, uh, looking up Pornhub. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, I mean, I think... Like I said, there wasn't... Like, movies, whole movies that just scared me. What about me that, uh, that scene from... Uh, speaking of Gene Wilder flicks, uh, Willy Wonka... That when they were in, on the boat and he's like, and the danger must be oh, rowing. yeah. For the rowers keep on rowing. Which that needs to be in a song. That 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 little poem that he does, which is a uh, uh, Ronald Dahl, I think, is who wrote uh, Willy Wonka or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Sounds right. And that's in the book. That that speech that he says <laughs> on, on the boat. That's in the book. That needs to be in a fucking punk song or some shit. Oh, yeah, let's, let's do, do it, it right let's now. Can't Get that guitar. <laughs> cancel the show. Record a punk song about yeah, like that scene, like they cut off the head of a chicken. Mm-hmm. They do some like they have like cockroaches crawling yeah, like, and stuff bugs, or something, centipedes yeah. and shit like that. Whenever we were talking to other people about the what movie scared you as a kid, uh, a lot of people said that portion of it of Charlie and the Ch- or yeah. Willy Wonka, whatever. Yeah, um, the another one that a lot of people brought up was um, like Dark Crystal. Yeah, Dark Crystal. The Skeksis scared. The Skeksis were scary. Yeah, I wasn't really scared of it. Well, okay, I was a little bit scared because they were like kind of, I don't know, 
I wasn't as scared as other things. I, I I watched the the Satan thing before all of these other things. I was a little bit desensitized. Right, to, yeah. Your, your, your sense of fear was a little bit yeah, tempered was, by that point. Which is funny because, like, up until recently, I, I had such a jump scare. Like, I, I, lo- I love scary movies, yeah. but I'm a jumper, you know, like. I, <laughs> I just... <laughs> you would step on that <laughs> Not what I meant, but... <laughs> Or were you in that crappy Hayden Christensen movie? Yeah, I, I can actually teleport. Nice. And Rob Banks, nice. and that's why I stopped going to school. <laughs> Just done. <laughs> uh, guys, I can teleport, so I don't want to school anymore. Right. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Something about a jumper. jumper. About no, 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 yeah, yeah. Scary movies scare the crap. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, scary movies scare the scare the crap out of me. Like I'll jump a lot, but I like that feeling. Right. Feel alive. Well, I get. <laughs> for I go through like periods where like I'll be really into scary movies, and then like after maybe a couple months of just like super being into scary movies, like I I won't be able to watch them anymore. Like I'll, I have to I have to take time off, and it. And it it links to, like, my anxiety and stuff like that. Like, I'll have a hard time sleeping if I watch too much scary movies, if my anxiety is really high. So I have to be really careful about when I watch scary movies. But I do love some scary movies. I, uh, recently, I've just been... And it might have been the uh, the pills I was taking. Prescription pills I was taking, just to be clear. <laughs> Ecstasy. <laughs> I mean, I, they weren't prescribed to me, but they were... <laughs> no, they were, but... Uh, I, I think that I'm just so desensitized. I was, I would seriously, I went through every horror flick on Netflix. Um, I went through, I, I just started listening to creepy pasta plays, like people saying, what are you looking at? I was just looking at, <laughs> see if that had a time signature. I was just curious. Uh, it does, but it's in like seconds. Yeah, so it's, it's like in like 684 seconds. seconds. We right. should just leave that in. Well, I have like, yeah, I, I, I have my iPad up so that we can kind of time what we were doing. We've been talking for like 20 684 minutes. seconds, That's to be exact. Yeah. Woo! Uh, what was I saying though? Um, pills, pills. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I've just been like that's all. I've, I went through every single uh, horror flick that I could tolerate on Netflix. You know, because some of them on Netflix, you're like five minutes in, you're like, and stupid, right? Yeah. But yeah. I watched every actually legitimate one on Netflix. What's um, like your favorite scary movie of all time? What's your favorite scary um, of all time? I don't know. I don't really have a go-to to scare because once I've watched something a couple times, it doesn't yeah, scare yeah, me anymore. Yeah. The thing that is has been scaring, like the thing that I've watched actually a couple times most recently has been uh, the Lazarus Effect. It's on Netflix. Um, oh, is that starring the chick who played Jean Grey in the first X Men movie? I think so. It's some girl who looks like Sasha Grey, kind of. <laughs> I don't know, but like, I, was it on Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> some of Sasha Grey's work has scared me. <laughs> <laughs> scarred. No. um... No, it was uh, basically it's this this chick. Okay, so they're trying to bring stuff back from the dead, sort of. So they like it's this lab, and they kill this dog, and they pump its veins through full of like some serum, and. Mm-hmm. Zap it with electricity, and it comes back to life. And but then it gets all weird and shit. Oh no, that's Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Nice. I don't know who names. Yeah, it's. She was in Tron. I don't know if you get to see any of her bits and pieces, but she's attractive. She's an attractive lady. Very creepy. There's a lot of good people in this movie. Holy crap! Yeah, it's good, dude. You should check it out. Evan Peters, Donald Glover, Ray. Weiss. Yeah, Donald yeah. Glover. He's yeah, he's pretty good in it. He's funny. He doesn't die first either. I don't think. Crazy. Yeah, he's the only black guy. I don't think. He, no, he doesn't die first because the chick. Like this is in the first like five minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. The the chick Olivia Wilde dies. Like they they get their funding cut, so uh, they. They're trying to resurrect dogs, and just when they get it to accomplish it, they get their funding cut. So they break into the uh, 
lab. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a horror movie premise, so it's right, a little yeah. bit ridiculous. But yeah. so they break into the lab to do one last experiment to like finalize, you know, to re- repeat their uh, results or whatever. I don't know. I don't remember that too much. But so they break into the lab and uh, Olivia Wilde dies. And uh, so they do the Lazarus thing on her, and she comes back, and she's fine for a bit. And then she's just like, yeah, I was in hell. <laughs> I, was, I was in hell. <laughs> and all the things that you would imagine happened. But right. you should watch it. It is yeah, pretty, it's pretty it scary. See, I, I've always been a fan of, even though in the later years they got really stupid and ridiculous, but Hellraiser. Yeah, Hellra- yeah actually yeah. Hellraiser was really scary. Hellraiser it's- 1 and 2 were really good. And then after that, they just went to shit. But, like, I, I like the first Hellraiser. two were great. I like Hellraiser, too, because I, I hate horror movies that are, like, the good people die or whatever. Right. And, you know, like, it, it's like the there, there's no there's no morality in it. It's just, hey, look, we're going to kill people in a cool way. Yeah. And we threw on a plot at the last second. But, like, with Hellraiser, it's like... You specifically did the puzzle, you know, to, yeah. to go to hell and yeah, get power and like all this stuff. Yeah, like I, I liked Hellraiser because and of then the Cinnabons attacked you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always hate uh, or hate it. I always loved like the occult aspect of Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah, because you it always yeah. left you wanting more. Like, oh, well, yeah, you know, what's what's going on with all this? Yeah, this it was hell really, business. Yeah, it was such a great movie because uh, it, it wasn't like I mean the. Special effects were crap. I mean, for the, well, there were practical effects, which yeah, I prefer it was to great. CGI. Yeah, definitely practical effects are better than CGI. But like, um, even bad ones are pretty well. Okay, ones are better than CGI. But like the gore factor in it, like yeah, there was some gory stuff in that movie. Who, who scared you the most? Which Cinnabon scared you? The oh, most? dude, the, the, the teeth, teeth shatter. Yeah, yeah teeth yeah. shatter. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 oh yeah. god. Ugh. Even, even Pinhead was because Pinhead wasn't that scared. No, Pinhead was sort of like a, just a dude with pins in his head. And then there was that chick Cenobite who <laughs> I would have done. I mean, I don't remember. I remember what did she? Because they all had something special. She was like them, bald, right? and she had like a, a like pin. a cut in her head. Or no, she had like oh, a okay, pin through her head. Let me. Uh, That's yeah. been probably like twelve years since I watched. I wanted to say the Cinnabon movie, and, but then like they just got really stupid, like. There was, like, one where it was, like, a nightclub owner got the puzzle box. Nah, that's just reaching. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, like, that's the way to... Because the thing is, they might have lost the, the rights to... I don't know, you know, like... No, the they, no, they still had it. Oh, okay. Well, um, they're just dumb then. Yeah, there's the female Searching Cinnabite. for more money. Some <laughs> Sinead O'Connor shit going on. She's okay. Oh, yeah, she had the little the things in her neck. Yeah. That Yeah, okay. It yeah. looks like the actress would have been very attractive, but I'm not attracted yeah. to that. Well, I mean, if I had to fuck a Cinnabon, a Cinnabite, I would, <laughs> Cinnabon. <laughs> I would fuck her. I would Maybe just, Teeth Guy. I would just fuck a Cinnabon. But, like, the later ones... It's and gooey. But, like, the later ones had, like, a Cinnabite that had, like... The CDs stuck in his skin. Uh, he was like the technology yeah. one. And he was, they were trying to, they were trying to get on. See, they thought Lawnmower Man was going to be really, uh, popular, so they're like, "We need to make a Lawnmower Cinnabon." Right? Yeah. Cinnabon. He like, had like I'm a really chest plate that like shot CDs at dudes. That sounds like a so goddamn dumb. Ninja Turtle villain, or like a Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was so terrible, man. Oh Free God. AOL hours for everyone. Oh shit! My God, they don't make. Like don't don't make them like they, they used to. <laughs> I was about to say they don't make shitty movies like they used to. Yeah, they make them in a different way. Yeah, it's all like there, there's a, a trend of uh, what's it called like uh, uh, like Facebook uh, horror or whatever. Like right, uh, yeah. what, what's the term for it? Social media horror. Yeah. Where it's like oh they. 
they watched a video on their face space and then now they're dead or whatever but they're messaging from the grave and it's like yeah that's that's not even scary to anybody yeah like yeah I, I think those classic horror tropes are 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 still the scariest thing that, yeah. that people can do. People don't want to do them because I don't know, whatever. I, I, there's some decent horror movies that come out, but I think that the, the problem is, for a while they were getting way too into CG, like with the uh, the Insidious franchise. Yeah. Oh, well, the first Insidious is really good. Up until the end, when it's like, look at all this CG. <laughs> well, the dark I, I liked it too. Yeah. Well, he was creepy at that yeah. one scene where it's just like he's here with us, and it's like right. Oh, right behind him. him. Oh, yeah. That scared the crap out of that me. That was really scary. Yeah. But any but any horror movie that uses oh, tiny that? Tim music is is pretty freaking scary. <laughs> what are you talking about like tiptoe through the tulips? Yeah, yeah, that made it that much more scary because it's like yeah. some creepy old, old ladies singing on like a. Well, it's a dude who's actually a baritone. Weird. Yeah, but he. I don't think you know what a baritone is. No, no, no. <laughs> tiny Tim, uh, the the singer. Uh, was an actual baritone, and he was trying to be, break into the music business, but no one wanted his shit. Huh. So well, then, yeah, he so can't then be a he, solo baritone. Yeah, and so then he experimented with singing in falsetto. And he was singing his songs in falsetto, and then people started to take notice. So that's why all of his songs are in his falsetto. In the 80s, Amazing. he released some cover CDs um, where he like covered like metal and stuff like that. Huh. I mean, it wasn't like... <laughs> it was still like Tiny Tim sounding, but he was singing in his natural voice, and it was really... It's very strange. Definitely look up Tiny Tim. <laughs> yeah, look up Tiny Tim. If you want I'll to break, it, uh, fun fact about Tiny Tim: I broke Pandora with Tiny Tim because, like, I was like, I want to <laughs> okay. find, I want to find like the one artist that Pandora just has no recommendations for. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got it down to Tiny Tim, and it almost like ninety-five percent of the time just played the same like. 12 Tiny Tim songs over and over and over. <laughs> That's awesome. I never, I've never actually used Pandora. Oh, really? Yeah. I've just, it's just, I, I think it's a great I, way to I, find I, new music. I found a lot of really You know what I, I do is I watch, uh, I'll, I'll put on a YouTube like a band that I like and I'll, right. I'll let it play and then usually another band will start playing once it goes through there. It's pretty much like Pandora if you just play YouTube yeah, bands. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've, I've come across like seven or eight bands in the last few months that I was like, wow, I never would have known about these guys. But yeah, I'm the same way with Pandora. Like, uh, Pandora is the reason why I really started liking uh, uh, Dark Country, like the Pine Box Boys and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the uh, Pine Box the Boys. Third. Like, I got all those people from uh, Pandora. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I like the Pine, Bo- Pine Box Boys. I, I've never actually listened to Hank the Third. I've heard of. I mean, it's it's just dark country, right? So. Well, not really. Like it's it's. A, I mean, it's it's a little bit more mainstream country sort yeah. of stuff. But like, it's more like um, like Johnny like, Cashy. No, more like eighties, early nineties, uh, like country where it's all about like mullets. <laughs> it's like about getting drunk and shit. But like, he really pulled from his life because he used to be in a punk band. Like he originally started out oh. playing punk. Um, but then eventually had to sell out uh, because he wasn't uh-huh. making any money. So he went well, to the country. Yeah. So a lot of his songs are about like friends, uh, his friends dying in, in from heroin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like about doing like drugs. My favorite song is like it's all about him. Like he's just like driving around doing like a bunch of different drugs. <laughs> but it's all country. It's really, it's really. He's actually really, really good. I love Hank the Third. Yeah, um, Suzanne was into him, but I never listened to. What like, she told me? <laughs> was, she, was she into him like a tauntaun? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like she was like lukewarm into him. I guess. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's enough of a rant for my topic. That's <laughs> <laughs> like twenty minutes of of horror movies. That's and crazy. That was that was a good topic there. So going on to movies, 
uh, on that vein in horror movies. Not really horror movies, but... Uh, so, horror movies back in the day uh, were almost always rated R. This is Talby's topic. This is my topic. We'll switch to me, motherfuckers. Switch to Talby. See what um, he's got to say. Uh, and nowadays, movie studios don't want to touch R-rated movies at all. Uh, like, they... They're, they're trying to appeal to as broad of an audience as possible. Yep. I keep shaking my head at you. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes. All right. I'm going to just... Right? I know, I'm kinda, it makes me feel weird because I'm used to like this sort of like, yeah, thing. Yeah, Because like, 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 with like, the band, like when we rehearse and we're recording, like we always make sure to actually verbally communicate with each other. So like when I'm talking <laughs> to you and you look at me and you just give me this little shake of your head and I'm like, oh shit, what am I doing? Oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. I'm just... Everything. Um, You're doing everything. everything. Oh, my God. Um, oh, no. I totally lost. Movies. Movies. Uh, R-rated, R-rated movies. movies. Um, studios don't want to touch them. Broad range. So that the studios want a, as broad a range as possible. So this last week, we saw Deadpool. Yep. Which was a really good movie. It was a really good Deadpool movie. It was a really yeah, good they Deadpool They actually movie. made a good Deadpool movie. And so... As the public, uh, the PR machine was building up towards Deadpool, a lot of people, the parents specifically, were upset that Deadpool was going to be rated R. Because parents are stupid. Because parents are stupid. And there was, like, petitions and, like, uh, people complaining to the studio about trying to get, like, a PG-13 rated movie. And, it's a shitty movie. <laughs> and it's like... it. And I was thinking about it, and I was wondering if it was just because... They thought Deadpool was just a comic book character. Right. And it's like a Spider-Man looking yeah. dude. So like they just think, oh, it's a Marvel comic book character, so it should be clean and wholesome. Like my young Timmy reads them, so it should be fine. Like, Nobody's named Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. <laughs> I think uh Timothy Oliphant would uh disagree with you. I don't think he goes by Timmy. <laughs> You don't know how he lives his life. I'm gonna uh, okay. Next next week special guest <laughs> is old Timmy Oliphant. Al- uh, how do you pronounce Oliphant? Oliphant. Oliphant. So, oh shit! I keep on losing my place. Because <laughs> I keep fucking you up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> With being uh, funny, stop being funny. I'll funny. stop. Um, back on track. So yeah, so Deadpool had to be rated R. Yeah. I, I, um, every comic book fan knows that yeah. it had to be rated R. And it's, and I think. These parents, they think that comic books are inherently wholesome, when in fact, like, a lot of comic books are, even, like, Marvel comic books are, like, hyper-sexualized, yep. um, are extremely violent, but they're yeah, never, even, like... Even the tame ones, like Spider-Man, there's a yeah. lot of deaths in Spider-Man, and that's, but, like, the most PG... But the thing is, like, they're typically not graphic. Yeah. And Deadpool was, like, kind of one of those, was a Marvel comic where they kind of said, let's... Let's push push it a little bit yeah. further than what we're we're used to. It's the R rated comic. Essentially, yeah. they're just like, oh, let's go nuts. Let's yeah, have all that. Deadpool gore. is like is really uh, into just killing people for funsies. Uh, <laughs> he really likes like chicks and sex and that sort of stuff. I, I hear he's a fan of chimichangas. Maybe yeah, I've heard and that pancakes or something. <laughs> um, so like. That that when it got translated to a movie, it was obviously it had to be yeah. an R-rated movie, and all these fucking people are are complaining about being an R-rated movie. So like, I was thinking, are comic book movies inherently meant to be PG or yeah? Like, are they supposed to be meant for kids? And it's total horseshit because Judge Dredd was a movie and it was rated R. Yep. 
You had the one of my favorite. The, it was the, the the newest one was right. The newest right? one, the, yeah, yeah. The, the other one wasn't though, was yeah. it? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. The Schwarzenegger, or no, no uh, Stallone, Stallone, yeah, Stallone. Well, it had Rob Schneider in it, so. <laughs> well, mm. this time Rob Schneider is <laughs> a judge. Um, but my like my favorite comic book movie of all time, which was The Crow. That was a hard R movie. I don't remember. There was it's, it's it's seriously been like twenty years since I've seen The Crow. What? But yeah, I remember it was very good. What? I know. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I know. That they had that gravelly voice I, villain dude. <laughs> he was so good. Oh, the guy uh, from uh, Three Musketeers. Yeah, says, yeah, yeah. The one who says burn, burn them, burn them yeah. all. Yeah, like he plays, he plays the villain. He has like one of the, my favorite lines. It's an like, inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Captain Hook. From, I like your little aside. That was really funny. Yeah, that was an inside joke. Um, <laughs> this is an inside joke. <laughs> so yeah, like I don't, I don't know, man. Like I'd like to see more R-rated comic book movies. Uh, I think that didn't Deadpool make a bunch of money? Deadpool like, did make a bunch like, of money. Like some money or something. Um, I think opening weekend it made like a hundred and thirty eight, thirty nine million dollars somewhere in that ballpark. That's more than it, I have. So. It was made for like sixty, eighty million dollars. Yeah, well that's so that's a huge investment. Deadpool, yeah. yeah. I think that there will be, it's just uh I think that uh, it's a really cool thing that Disney was like, yeah, I guess we'll do because uh, I mean Disney likes money. I don't know. Well, if you're it wasn't aware. Disney; it was Fox. Was Fox did that? Yeah, Fox. Fox owns the rights to all X Men mutants. Uh, is Deadpool an X? Deadpool's not an X Men technically because he has Wolverine's powers. <laughs> I feel like you should have pushed your glasses up. Well, like, that, uh, well technically, technically, he's uh, an X Man. No, I think so. Yeah, Fox owns the right to the X Men and connected characters. Okay, so yeah, I told I totally thought it was well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's crazy. It's weird. They have a weird catalog. So Fox did a good thing. I'm not used to that. I don't know what I world know. I'm in right now. Right. So yeah, Fox that, made a good coup. Yeah, so movie. Deadpool made a lot of money. Uh, they've already greenlit a second one, which well, they want to have Cable in, um, and they're talking about doing an X Force. I think is, is that group of mutants. It's like yeah, I'm, I was never a huge fan of X Force. I would I never really was a big fan of X Men, but um, well, I was a fan of like the the cartoon show and cartoon for a while I was too. I was into X Men, but then I like as an adult, it's as an adult who actually reads comics, it's like I'm I'm just not into anything Marvel anymore. Really? Yeah, not as... I mean, if I, well, the thing is, if I'm going to read a comic, I can't read a PDF, or I can't, like, look at a PDF on a computer. Right, yeah. I like having a book in front of me, and it's just like, a, I like leaning back and you know, being comfortable and whatnot. I and I don't Marvel, have a tablet or anything. But. I think Marvel has some really great short runs. Well, yeah, actually, okay, that's not true what I said. Uh, the uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man was just about the coolest. Right, yeah, uh, it, It's yeah. just total comedy. If you haven't checked it out, it's, it's like a Guy Ritchie film in comic book form. Uh, but it's got all the all the like, this, it's the sin- new Sinister Six. But there's only five of them, and like Boomerang is like, but if we don't ever have a sixth one, people will be like, well, who's the sixth one? It could be anybody, you know. <laughs> so it's it's great. It's it's like a comedy, but it's like a Guy Ritchie kind of comedy. And that and the Hawk Guy series was Hawk Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that and the Hawk Eye series was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I just I, like the thing is, I, I bought a bunch of. Um, they were doing a Marvel Ultimate thing, and I bought some of those. And it's like you gotta buy every damn one to right. get the yeah. idea of what's what yeah. the f is going on. And I'd rather like I'd rather buy a DC Vertigo comic if I'm gonna buy anything or an independent thing. See, I really like I like um, I, I'm the same. Not that way. Vertigo. I, I hate anymore. it when it's like 
uh, when you just like, especially like Civil War, for example, when Civil War was going on, yeah. it was like, oh, in order to get the whole storyline, you had to get yeah, this block of like stuff. fifty this comics, and then you had to get Hulk number one fifty two and Hulk number one seventy eight. Hulk number four. Yeah, there was like an an insane amount of fucking comics that you had to read yep. in order to get the whole the story. Entire story. So I prefer short run comics. Um, for example, several years ago, Marvel did a short run. Um, that was Spider-Man in the future, but it was like New York was like... 2099? No, I don't think so. Or 229 or whatever it, it is. It was like, it wasn't like a sci-fi story. It was like, New York City was, was fucked. It was like trapped under this bubble. It was run by like an evil huh. dude who turned out to be Venom. And, um... Of course. It was like Spider-Man or Peter Parker was old. He hadn't been Spider-Man for yeah. years. And so fight like finally one day he snaps and he's like, I'm just gonna fix this, and uh, it got dark. Like uh, at one in one scene, he goes to a graveyard where Mary Jane is buried because she died of uh, cervical cancer oh. because he's been pumping radioactive sperm into her <laughs> for years. And is like, that bad? Should I stop doing <laughs> that? He did not do that. Uh, so like he digs up her body, jeez, and is like holding her body and like crying and shit, and then. Uh, the corpse of Doctor Octopus like comes out, right? Cause and like it's being controlled by the arms, yeah. and it's like it was fucking dark, and it, but it was awesome, and it was only like six issues. Did you hear about that one? Uh, it was the most recent Spider-Man one where uh, Doc Ock kills Spider-Man and takes over. Like I, I, I never yeah. saw it. Yeah, I mean, basically what happens is. Uh, like their brains get swi- switched. Something so I, I've never. I, I've just heard about really? it. I've never read it. Right. But well, from what I gather, it is like their brains get switched, and uh, so Doc Doc Ock as Spider Man kills uh, Peter Parker as Doc Ock, and then Doc Ock continue. Octavius is like out Spider Man and around and shit. <laughs> it sounded. It's, uh, people told me it was really good too. Yeah, but I I didn't pick it up. So yeah, now they're talking about doing an art like the the next and hopefully last Wolverine movie might be rated R. Eh, well, I don't even care anymore. I don't. Even, I used to like right. Wolverine when I was a kid, but now I'm just like meh. Yeah, I I never really like I said earlier. I never really was a huge fan of the X Men. Like I wasn't when I was a kid. I wasn't allowed to watch the animated series. Oh really? Yeah, and we were super poor. And so I couldn't afford comic books, so I didn't get into comic books until I was an adult. Yeah, I don't think anybody did. I, I bought, like, maybe a total of seven comic books when yeah. I was a kid, like, throughout my entire, like, childhood. So, like, my, really, like, my first huge exposure to the X-Men, I mean, I knew all about the X-Men because Wikipedia is awesome, but, like, <laughs> um, my first huge exposure was the movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and hmm. I just, I hate Wolverine. Like, he is, like, compared to the comics... The movie version is like well, yeah, he's a he's, pussy. He's and a tame. Yeah, he's the he's the tame Wolverine, which he has been in the series, you know, because of all the like extended universe crap right. that happens. At one point, he was probably yeah, well, yeah, at multiple points, he was like sort of a tame dude working well with the uh, with the X Men and with the Avengers too. He becomes an Avenger, right? Uh, but but yeah, but for the ninety nine percent of Wolverine's existence is him just like. Being in a badass and killing people and stuff, and yeah. just so, not giving a fuck. So, like the idea of an R-rated Wolverine movie, to me, it's just it's too little, too late. Yeah, yeah. Like it might be a good movie. Who knows? Because I think they're 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 talking about basing it off the Old Man Logan uh, short run, which is like 
Amazing. I, I still, uh, that is one of the That'd be a I good band have. name, Old Man Old Logan. Man Logan. Yeah. Good yeah. blues um, band name. It's like, uh, it's set in the future where basically like one night all these Marvel villains get, get together and they actually plan out how they can kill all the Just Marvel all the superheroes. superheroes. Huh. And, you told um, me about that, but yeah, go on. Yeah, and so it's like all these, all the superheroes, or most of the superheroes are dead. The United States has been broken up into like sections that are being run by different villains, like uh, the like uh, Red Skull owns part, uh, Doctor Doom owns part of the United States. Like all of California is just the land of the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Hulkland. That's Hulkland. It's Hollywood Hulkin. They have really bad uh, rides. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's a bunch of animatronic shows. Oh man, I want to go to (laughs) Hulkland. It's just like you get into the cart and then he just punches you to death. (laughs) Smash! (laughs) An animatronic Hulk fist comes down and kills you. And so Old Man Logan is like, uh, Wolverine is just this old dude. He's just been living a quiet life, and he's been trying to kill himself, but well, he's practically yeah, immortal. Can't. So, And he goes on this adventure with a blind hawk guy. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> Wait, uh, isn't hawk guy deaf, though? Uh, he's deaf in the comics. In the series that I... The most I, I don't think in this one. He was definitely okay. blind in, in the... And this, and I mean, well, I don't know if he's deaf completely. He has like a in the the implant, though. Yeah, in this, implant. in this, he didn't. Okay. I don't think he was. So that's what they're thinking about basing the next Wolverine. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. Just a, be a buddy. <laughs> it's like Fear and Loathing with Wolverine and Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We can't stop here. This is Sabretooth Country. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm kind of hoping that they make more R-rated super mo- superhero movies. But who would be? A good superhero to do an R-rated movie with. I think that... See, the thing is, is uh, Spider-Man, I'm sick of... I know you're sick of Origin Spider-Man. Yes. And, I mean, if you if you were like... Origin saying, stores in general, yeah, I am sick. but especially Spider-Man. But I think if, if there were no limitations, like if Disney would allow you to do whatever you wanted and make a, a movie, I think the Maximum Carnage series from Spider-Man would be badass. Oh, word. Yeah, finally get Carnage on film. Yeah. Which you'd have to have R for Venom or, yeah. or Carnage or well, I think any you of could, the... You could possibly do Venom at a PG-13. You could probably it would suck. Do it. I mean, they did. <laughs> yeah, obviously. it sucked. It was the Fucking worst. Fucking Topher Grace, yeah. He was the worst one, too. Like Eddie Brock is, like, just a huge jock dude. And he's, yeah. they get, let's get the skinniest guy we can find. Right. Is uh, what's his name? Michael Sarah busy? <laughs> now he's busy. He's Scott Pilgrim. He's like shit, shit. Well, who else are we get? Let's get, who let's else get, skinny? let's get that skinny fucker from that '70s show who hasn't done anything <laughs> since then. He's yeah. like a discount Michael Sarah. <laughs> discount Michael Sarah. That is a fate worse than death. Yeah, yeah. He was okay in Scott Pilgrim, and that's it. I don't like Michael Sarah. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, Tupper Gray. This was Grace not in Scott Pilgrim. It wasn't in Scott Pilgrim. And I didn't like him in Scott Pilgrim. It was just he was okay in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, I like that movie. I fucking love that movie, but yeah. I think that... Because if you, if you read the... Can you raise his glasses? Right. If you read yeah. the comic... Uh, Scott is like he's kind of a badass you know he's like and I just can't believe Michael Sarah is a badass of anything like Chris Evans would have been a good uh, Scott Pilgrim because in the thing he's kind of built I mean he's not like super big right. but he's like he's not Michael Sarah. he's kind of built kind of whatever but yeah it, it was still a really good comic book yeah. movie it was still really good. I really loved the movie yeah I would love to see a Maximum Carnage yeah, Maximum Carnage would be great uh, so I hope good. I kind of hope they don't ever make a Sandman movie they're working on it. Uh, the thing is, like, I love Sandman, and it's just like you can't do. It's it's just a the series is like 
11 comic like graphic novels long you can't get the entire story into one movie see I was kind of with you on the boat um, I'm not super familiar with Sandman I haven't really read them um, but I know it's like one of those comics that like people absolutely adore yeah it's it's the probably the biggest cult following right. comic that is in existence and so um, we all know the crow is but so it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt Who's yeah, that's what I heard about. Yeah, um, I, I'm, that makes me happy that Joseph Gordon love it because he's awesome. And they, especially um, in Angels in the Outfield, is <laughs> 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 my favorite. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tony Danza. Yeah. Um, he's gonna die soon. Um, <laughs> in the movie, not, yeah. not Tony Danza. Yeah, like we're, we're gonna finish this podcast. Yeah, and Tony Danza's gonna Tony die. Tony Danza's dead. Yeah. Like, shit, I called it. Well, he had an angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but also, they they uh, w- after they finished the screenplay for Sandman, they they shot it off to Neil Gaiman. Yeah, and whatever. And he, yay, man, he loves it. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, you know what? All right, I'll, I'll, I'm okay with this. Yeah, and uh, the the thing that I have about it is, it's I heard that same thing, but yeah. I also heard that they ran into some problems already. And it's the the type of thing like anytime a movie starts running into problems, it starts it's like less and less good. You know, anytime right. there's a, a bump in the road, that takes some quality of the movie off. And even if the script is amazing, even if they get a decent director, you know, the editor could suck or whatever. You know, I mean, unless the director yeah, like super a lot fucking involved. Yeah, there's a lot that could go wrong, but especially because it's so heavily stylized. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Like if if they, I I just don't want to see. Uh, fucking kids and hot topic sandman crap and I'm like you don't even know you know I just I like because I hate the type of person that's like ah oh, you know like you ruined my book or whatever but it's like that is my book you know gotcha. and a lot of people feel the same way yeah. I know um, I also read this week that uh, Todd McFarlane has finished a new spawn script well, it can't be worse than the last one <laughs> um, apparently they are going for a hard R yeah, it needs to be. It is yeah. the Scott the Spawn the Scon story. The Spawn story is a pretty decent story. It's actually not bad. I, I, I've, I've, I've read a lot of the Spawn. I've comics. read some of them. I think I've read maybe forty issues of Spawn. I've been going from the very beginning, try to read them all. Yeah, the first like seven issues are weird, weird as like, shit, super weird. Especially when they go to like that weird land where there's like other comic book characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what yeah. you're talking about. That's the uh, the one that I have framed. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That, that yeah. one, number six or seven or something yeah, that like that. Yeah, like, tripped out. Well, man. it's... Because, you know, um, Todd McFarlane, the reason that Image Comics got started was because Todd McFarlane made Venom. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm, no. And he didn't like the way Venom was going. And he, he was pissed that he didn't have any creative control over Venom. Uh, I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure I've heard that Ven- Todd McFarlane made Venom. And, or that it is Venom. But it might have been a different scene. So, yeah, you can look it up if you yeah, want. Yeah, you talk. I'll fact check. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he made uh, made Venom. Uh, Venom, he didn't like the way it was going, so he broke off with a bunch of other, like, high-profile uh, comic book artists and creators and whatnot and made Image Comics. Mm-hmm. And that, that particular one is all about just him never selling Spawn. Like, he will always own Spawn no matter what because it's it, that's... Yeah, there definitely was, like, a tone of, like... Like copyright, and yeah, like rights ca- and that, capitalism and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, and that's why uh, Cer- Cerber- Cerberus, however you pronounce it, is in that because the uh, the creator of Cerberus, uh, it's, nobody probably knows what the fuck that is, but it's this old Aardvark comic thing, and he goes on. He's he's had cameos with the Ninja Turtles and stuff like that, but he, uh, yeah, he's in Spawn too because the the creator still owned the rights, as far as I know, up until 
at least that episode of Spawn. Yeah, uh, Todd McFarlane was the first artist to draw the first full appearance of the supervillain Venom. Yep, oh, there you go. Like 1992. Um, so, I don't know, man. Like, a Todd McFarlane uh, actually written Spawn comic. Okay, that's a hard R. Yeah, that's a hard R because the, the animated show that they did on HBO. Yeah, it was pretty was, legit. Was legit. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Um, the movie was obviously garbage. It was just, yeah, it was just a piece of trash. Like, fucking John Leguizamo. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the perpetrator or the slimalator. I'm the violator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, shut yeah. up. Yeah, it was horrid. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm super excited about that. I think they're doing a Lobo movie. Yeah, I, I was never a huge fan of Lobo, but... He's an interesting character. I was just never yeah. a fan. I was just never like. I don't hate him or anything. I was oh, just shit. never who, into who, him. Who, who, they, who, who did I tell you the other night was going to be Ron Perlman? <laughs> Ron. No, uh, that one dude. Oh God, what is his name? Um, God, he's going to be here unless uh, Machete Christmas kills. <laughs> machete kills. Uh, what is his name? Fuck. Machete. The guy who plays Machete. Yeah, plays Mr. Machete. machete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mr. Machete. Mr. Machete. He's a uh, next door neighbor to Mr. Magoo. Uh, Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny. I want to meet Danny Trejo now and ask for his autograph and be like, "Hello, Mister Machete." <laughs> He's going to be at the uh, the the Oregon Film Festival here. Oregon Film? There's I, I don't know what you're talking about. But so it, I think it's I think it's called the explain Oregon. Explain yourself. So Las Cruces has a small film festival. I don't know. I, I think it used to be called the Oregon International Film Festival. Oh, okay. I had no um, idea. Uh, and this year they're doing. I think it's at the end of this month or next month. And they're doing like a special award, which basically means nothing because it comes out of Las Cruces. But um, Danny, they're giving it to Danny Trejo, and he's yeah. gonna be there. Yeah, yeah well, that's cool. Danny Trejo is the shit too. Danny he's such Trejo a nice guy. Is, like, so there was he's movie, in every movie. Yeah. So there was a movie uh, by um, oh fuck, what is the name of that dude? Um, he was uh, Mr. Machete. Mr. Machete. <laughs> he was an actor who was in uh, like the first Scream. Who played like the the nerdy? Uh, he was the one who's like the, the the scary movie rant. Oh, oh, the one who uh, God, uh, uh, the guy who was an SLC punk. Matt, uh, no, not him. Who I can't think of his name either. Damn it! Let me look up this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the guy whose name. We are so fucking prepared. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Who cares? We can edit this out, or like, I don't yeah, care. we've been recording for almost an hour, so uh, chances are no. One's I'm not gonna edit this out, though. I don't care. Um. Uh. Let me see. Let me type it out. Who is... Jamie... Oh, shit. What is his last name? Jamie... Lannister. Yes. It was a movie by Jamie Lannister. <laughs> a movie by... A script by Jamie Lannister. Fuck. SLC Punk. Let's see. I can't I think of his fucking name. Uh... Jamie Kennedy is who I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Jamie Kennedy. So, Jamie Kennedy did a movie... Um, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. I love me some Matthew Lillard. He's all right. Um, Jamie Kennedy did a movie in 2007 called Heckler, Never which is it. a movie. Um, it's a documentary about Danny um, Heckler's like st- that Danny <laughs> stand up comedians have to deal with. And then it kind of ventures into uh, uh, critics. That critics are basically hecklers. All they they're, wow, they, that's they have no oh. experience. You know all. Their job is to like tear down other people. You ever you ever seen the movie the, or not the movie the TV show The Critic? Oh, with uh, uh what's yeah, his name? Yeah, not John Lebowski Lewis. or whatever. 
No, no. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. <laughs> no, man. I knew it was like a weird it's, L name. It's just like your opinion, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, John Lovitz. Uh, he basically has an episode like that where he's like, I want to make films again because I'm into films. And he's like, no, you suck. You, <laughs> you, you were born to destroy other people's work. Right. So in the movie The Heckler, uh, or Heckler, the, my favorite part is at the end, uh, they're doing like red carpet interviews with people. Yeah. And Danny Trejo is there. Nice. And like they're like, do you have anything you'd like to say to all the critics and hecklers out there? <laughs> and Danny Trejo is like smiling as he is. Then he goes to that machete. That, <laughs> that meme. Yeah, the, 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 the Danny looks, Trejo face. Yeah, he like looks at the camera. He's like, I know where you live. And I was like, <laughs> boom, I love Danny Trejo. Man, yeah. that guy is so awesome. I'd, I'd like to meet him. Yeah, we should go. When is this thing? I don't uh, know. Let's look it up, man. You talk about something. I'll look up more shit on... Google. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, well, we'll go to that thing, and then we'll uh, we'll get Danny Trejo to say hi. I'm Mr. Machete for hey, the podcast. you have a machete in your trunk. Let's I bring know, it. <laughs> You'll sign your machete. Uh, that, that I, I, I don't know how that way. would go, though. Like, would it kick my ass? <laughs> um, I will say, like, machete, even though, like, those movies, I mean, because those, I've seen I've never actually seen They are actually movies. pretty funny, like, because, like, if you, they're supposed to be, like, crampy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most of his movies are supposed to be. There's, like, okay, there's a scene in the second one where he gets a grappling hook and he shoots it onto the blade of like a of a running helicopter <laughs> that starts spinning him in a huge circle and like the helicopter is being surrounded by bad guys so he just holds up uh, his machete and he's like cutting off their heads as hey he spins man, in a circle machete it's, kills it's dude. fucking great dude it's so good it sounds pretty good all right. Well, I think we probably well, yeah, we'll get we'll get Mr. Machete's autograph and maybe have him record something for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Probably I might get not. my ass kicked trying to get right. him to sign a machete. Right. But uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, take y'all out with the uh, that song again. What is it called? It's all be help. Uh, Nothing to lose by Ten Foot Pole. Right. So I am Joshua Talby. I, he is Joshua Talby, and I am Spike. And we'll see you nerds next week, next year or something. Depends on how long it takes me to edit this. All right, bye. (laughs) All right, bye. All right, bye.